10,000 plus years ago, there was no mass produced food. There were only certain plants in nature. We couldn't eat things like canola and other things that have to have heavy machinery and chemicals to be made into food. Therefore, the natural human diet is real food with a capital R, capital F. Welcome carnivore, omnivore, fellow human, would-be carnivore. Lack of science related to the carnivore diet. I should say lack of science related to any and every diet. Lack of nutrition science. The inability to actually do science and research for human nutrition. Why? We basically can't do it. It's, it's not moral, it's unethical, it would never get approved, etc. How if we were going to do it, we would need to do it. And a few other things about science, the way it's done now, and how the capital S science plus the capital R research is used for nefarious ends and is actually something that kills more people every year than just about anything. The really bad science, the really bad dogma that people use in the agenda seeking and the manipulated narrative that people have as a result of reading a few headlines and calling it capital S science and not actually critically thinking, not actually re reading the research, not looking at the abstract, not actually looking at the methods used. A lot of problems here. Let's keep this video short. Let's get right into it. Okay, this is how science is supposed to work. You take an observational data. Maybe you do some polling or you send food surveys or you look at industry or I would say government statistics, uh, like uh, what's that big one? The, the, the census and things like that. Obviously, all those sources are going to be faulty in the first place. But I kid you not, a lot of research is actually based on pulling data from places like that, not really paying attention to how the data was collected and whether it's accurate or not. And then that's used to do a meta-analysis, right, <laughs> of, of that kind of data from different sources. And then they pull out connections, correlations, to try to say things like, well, people that eat more meat, apparently ate more meat, I mean, that's what they said in the survey anyways, have a higher risk of this or that or whatever. There are so many flaws in this, it's not even funny. But this is what's become mainstream. This is what the, the government agencies use and these brainwashed celebrities and politicians and whatever and food companies have perpetuated because it benefits them. It benefits someone like Coca-Cola to say, well, it's not about what the food is. It's about how many calories you eat. And that's why they funded an entire organization called the Energy Balance Foundation, which is supposed to perpetuate the lie of calories and calories at dogma. After you take an observational data, you get some ideas about, well, let me test this data. This is how science is supposed to work, mind you. Again, like one, take observational data, form kind of an idea about it, then go to do a interventional, tangible study where you actually test things. Not gonna end the video right there because almost no nutri nutrition research does this. There are some rat studies that will test certain things like, like certain uh, minerals and supplements and fish oil and things like that. Like there are studies done, but for just a broad spectrum, like what is a healthy human diet? It doesn't exist. There's reasons why it doesn't exist because it would be uber expensive and it would be unethical. You'd literally have to lock people in a cage and account for every variable. You'd have to have exercise. You'd have to have whether they're smoking or not. You'd have to have what food they're eating versus the control group. So if this group is eating lots of red meat and that group is eating plants, for example. And what's funny is, None of the food companies want this experiment to be done because I think secretly they know what it would show. It would show that the entire house of cards they built on lies based on epidemiology nonsense would come crumbling down. 
And if you're a big food company that makes money off your processed food, you don't want anybody coming out saying, eat lots of healthy animal foods. I mean, animal foods pretty much are the low, lowest margin food that there is. These small producers like Alder Spring Ranch or Crowd Cow that support small family farms in the country, most of these people that do this because it's a lifestyle. They're not making money. They're not living in luxury. They do it because they love doing it. They love the animals. They love the land. They love feeding people. Big process, mass-produced food that's consolidated and centralized. That's how you eke out profit from food. It's very hard to do it any other way. We can't do human research basically just for that reason. There's a lot of other issues, but whatever. This is why for me, it's always about the ancestral mind, the ancestral perspective. What do we know for sure? And actually, I just wrote a book. If you want to support the show, it's three bucks on Kindle right now. I'm going to raise it up soon. I appreciate you getting that. It, there's a lot of tips in there that will help you. It's 50 real food tips. And in the introduction, just through accident, kind of came out of me. I was writing the introduction and then I kind of stumbled upon what is a natural human diet? And I thought about it logically. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we literally know what the natural human diet is. The real foundational human diet. Why do we know this for sure? Because we can just look at history. Very simple. It's a very simple math problem. 10,000 plus years ago, there was no mass produced food. There were only certain plants in nature. We couldn't eat things like canola and other things that have to have heavy machinery and chemicals to be made into food. Therefore, the natural human diet is real food with a capital R, capital F. This is not disputable. This is fact. This is what humans have lived on for the bulk of their existence, our existence. And only a tiny sliver of time in the past, I would even say at this point, the past couple hundred years, have we had mass-produced, highly palatable, highly refined, shipped all over the world, assembled in a factory and in vats and whatever, food system. Only in the past 50 to 70 years. And as those things have taken off, what has also taken off? Obesity, heart disease, cancer, and Alzheimer's, every modern lifestyle-related disease. Yet people still just blindly listen to the government that says, food pyramid and watch your calories and move more. Again, back to research. You're supposed to take observational data, form a hypothesis, or maybe don't even go into it with the hypothesis and just say, let's figure this out. Here's some data points to maybe test. And then perform an actual experiment. Yet somehow, research today, the way people cite it and reference it, the way people promote plant-based dogma and all this nonsense, is based on observational only. They're doing literally the, the like the intro step to science and that's it. And then they call it science. They call it research. Every time I think about it, every time I talk about it, it drives me nuts. The call to action here for you is I don't know. I mean, I guess I do know. It's ignore all of it. You can pretty much ignore every shred of nutrition, science, or research there is. I don't believe that the average person needs to pay attention at all. Now, you do have people like Paul Saladino who likes to go real deep in the research and he tries to like pick out things that he thinks are useful. Yeah, that's fine. But again, for you, like you can perform an experiment yourself. Do you want to really see if plants or animals are better for you? Well, eat a plant-based diet for 30 days, then eat a animal-based diet, maybe an omnivore, maybe strict carnivore, whatever. Like literally, you'll never have a question again about what's better for your biology. It is so simple. Everybody can do it. Everybody should do it. And it's really fundamentally why this carnivore movement, you know, this animal-based ancestrally appropriate way of eating is changing people's lives because they're just like enough of the no noise. Let me just test it for myself and keep doing what is working. Like so simple. So I kind of go more into this and like what nutrition science has become. Let me just give you a quick rundown on this before I let you go. So nutrition science has become one, fun to study. Often big food or pharma does this. 
Two, these studies take other studies, usually survey-based or observational data, or even cherry-picked data sets that are, the, that are studies themselves that have a bias, and they put those all in a bucket, and then they try to pick out a bunch of different things and basically cherry-pick data for themselves. And guess what? They almost always find the conclusion they're trying to find. Does science evolve? And, and it's just science itself in the business of trying to prove what you want to believe? We would still be building fires in the forest and we wouldn't have any of this technology around or anything if that's what the goal of science was. <laughs> they call this data research and they, they, they then they publish it in a paper and then they want peer review. And then basically other scientists go find these peer reviewed papers published in some prestigious journal and they read the title. Maybe they read the abstract. They almost never read the methods used. And a lot of science, a lot of experiments and, and meta-analysis, things like this, a lot of times they don't even reveal their methods used, which is very strange to me. You would think that that is like a prerequisite for science. It's actually uncommon to give all the data about how you came to a conclusion you came to. And that's why there's so much fraud. Sometimes it's an accident. Sometimes it's blatant. There's retractionwatch.com, which just shows like the top papers that have been retracted that people still literally cite and link to. The most retracted scientists are there, basically fraudsters. And all this stuff is just mostly not understood by the public. Journalists, they don't care because they're in the business of just getting clicks and, and, and views. They don't really care about anything. I mean, at this point, journalists are like the scum of the earth. That's what I believe. Now, not all of them. Some are trying to do their own thing, but they're getting censored by big tech and whatever. Like, it's insane. People don't understand how research is supposed to work. They don't understand how current research is done. And, and, and if they did, they would easily ignore everything that comes out of some talking head pundit or expert or whatever on TV and every government, government official ever would just be easily ignored as I do and as a lot of you do as well. Because you would be disgusted if you understand how these things work. So for me, it's people search, you know, carnivore diet science or they want to understand what the science behind the carnivore diet is. What we need to really be focusing on is there should basically be no nutrition science at this point. That's what Sean Baker talks about in our podcast. He's like, he's basically like, it's so bad that it shouldn't even be a thing. We should just throw it all away. Think about how our ancestors lived. Use that as your observational data, like your understood data to form a hypothesis. Well, if our ancestors ate a lot of meat and they grew big, they grew big brains, they had a lot of access to omega-3 seafood, whatever, then pick those foods out Eat them on a daily, weekly, whatever basis, like throttle some in and out, and you are performing science. You are experimenting, and you will come to very, very strong data because you've experimented on yourself, and your body has told you and shown you what works and what doesn't. That's what carnivore diet science should be, is, I guess, and what all nutrition research should be. I'm Colin Sucker, the Wall CEO, and I'll see you in the next Hey, one. hey, Colin here. Got a freebie for you. Click on the button below to go to the ancestralmind.com and download the seven principles of living wild. This is a short PDF that's got some of the main principles such as real food, sleep, movement, and a couple more that are going to help you live more ancestrally in accordance with your genes. Hey there, carnivores. Colin here or will be carnivores, or even omnivores. We put together a box of wild foods, the carnivore box of some of our top products that fit the carnivore lifestyle, but they also happen to fit the healthy, optimal, eating at home, eating real food lifestyle. And so we put this together, nice little box, everything you need, everything you need for seasoning, for salt, some keto collagen in here. We also have a wild caught fish oil. That is something that I take on a daily basis, as well as my son and the whole family. And we have wild coal. You're interrupting my ad? Oh. <laughs>
Daddy's video. Arr. Okay, so let's see. Pupo, can you tell me what's in here? We got this. This is our fish roll, right? Remember, you've had this with a spoon. You usually have the liquid. What is that? Can you tell me what's inside there? <laughs> what is it? It's fish oil. <laughs> open that. You want to open that? <laughs> and then also the wild coal. You haven't really taken that yet, but remember, you got it all everywhere. You got coal everywhere. Yeah. Charcoal. 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 And then we got salt. You love salt. You know, when you put the salt in the steak, you help me season. We got our coaster flake salt that yeah. is perfect for steak. And he likes to help me season with the steak. Maybe I'll get some B-roll of that. You like that. <laughs> yeah, you like that. And then we actually have some wild black truffle salt, which is, uh, it's a natural sea salt, with a little Can bit of natural that? black truffle flavor. And if you really want to mix it up, some people love this. Well, I don't want to open it yet because I got to use it for my ads, Google. I got to use it. I got to keep it closed. But we'll check in the kitchen. And then we also have some keto collagen that you can use on obviously coffee, tea, smoothies, shakes, whatever. It's got our grass-fed collagen with a little bit of MCT oil powder. This whole box you can find on the website. You can find the link below. And we bundle it together so you save per unit than if you were to buy it individually. And you can actually use code WILDCEO for 12% off your entire order. This helps support the show. Why don't you hang out with Socrates for a second? Who's that? That's Socrates. He, he said to know thyself. And he, he was wise because he knew that he knew nothing. So swipe up, use code WILDCEO for 12% off your entire order, whether you get this box or any of our other superfood wild foods. It helps support the show, high quality, real food nutrition, everything you need to sustain a natural omnivore or carnivore diet. Swipe up now and thanks for the support. <laughs> You're gonna be famous, but we're gonna be on my YouTube. Please always remember that the members of the Ancestral Mind podcast are not, in fact, medical professionals. They're not doctors. They're not nutritionists. They are simply providing this entertainment for you to do your own research and to entertain yourselves. So please consult a physician before changing your diet. Not everything works for everybody. And make sure you always do your own research on everything you hear on this show and outside. We just launched our Patreon, so if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash Colin Stucker. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash C-O-L-I-N-S-T-U-C-K-E-R-T. We will have exclusive updates coming. It will also give us more opportunities to invest more in the show and release more shows. Some other bonuses with the different tiers. Check it out over at patreon.com, and thank you for your support. Another way that you can support the show is you can head over to Wild Foods and use code AMPODCAST12 for 12% off your entire order of real food, superfood, supplements, and ingredients. These are products that I've been using myself in my daily life for years. I recommend checking out our fish oil and our collagen. And also make sure you check out the Cocotropic. It's one of my favorite products. Cocoa, mushrooms, delicious. Head over to wildfoods.co and use AMPODCAST12 for 12% off your entire order. I want to let you know about my newest podcast over at Escaping Fragility, a show about building a life for yourself, being safe, being secure, having a plan B so that if this crazy world of 2020 continues or gets worse, which a lot of the numbers are suggesting it will, then you and your family will be protected. A lot of my content for my personal brand has been focused on giving people the knowledge, the expertise, the skills, and just the awareness of some of the craziness that's going on so that they can protect themselves, so that they can fight back, so that they can be civilly disobedient, so that we can stymie the ever encroaching spread of government and of corporate and political agenda. If more citizens do not stand up, fight back, speak up, there's gonna be nothing left to protect. And I don't like fear mongering and I'm generally optimistic person, but 2020 has stressed me out. At first it didn't, 
but then it did. When I really saw what was going on, when I read a little bit between the lines, and even now, the craziness is continuing. And I don't see it letting up anytime soon. The masses are too easily manipulated. And so I'm more concerned what's going to happen in 2021 when the next flu season comes through and another coronavirus is weaponized. And then who knows what's going to happen? Travel restrictions, mandatory vaccines, chipped and prodded like cattle. People think it can't happen. They stick their head down. But they did in Mao's China. They did in Stalin's Russia. They did in Nazi Germany. And then it was too late. And who pays the price? It's always, always, always the citizens that are having faith and that are just hoping things get better. They're the ones that always pay the price. So the first thing we can do is protect ourselves and our family, have our plan B, have an escape option, and then we can help others. Head over to Colin.coach, get on the AM5 newsletter. You'll get all the shows every week. And you can also find me on YouTube and iTunes or Spotify or Google Play. Get prepared before it's too late.